Welcome to the Contribution Revolution podcast, a revolution in kindness, love, and compassion. We're here to talk about all things nonprofit and celebrate nonprofit heroes. I'm your host, IRS licensed nonprofit expert, Mark Del Gershio, and featuring the founder of Nonprofit Advisor Group, my beautiful wife, Tricia. Be sure to visit contributionrevolution.org and tell us about your nonprofit's goals and aspirations. Your organization could qualify for a grant or other awards. And while you're there, sign the Contribution Revolution Pledge to make this world a kinder and more compassionate place. Okay, let's get started. All right, welcome everyone to the Contribution Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Mark Del Gershio, with my beautiful wife, Tricia. And today we have a very special guest, Lydia Robinson of Snapco. And so, Lydia, hey, first, thank you for joining us today. We're super excited to have you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. And you are in uh, Philadelphia, correct? Yes, I'm in, located in Philadelphia. Awesome. And it looks like you're in your place of business. We'll talk about that in a minute. So um, let's start off with telling the uh, sharing with the audience what your uh, nonprofit, your organization, Snapco, is all about. I know it stands for something, those letters. So why don't we start there and uh, and then we'll get into this. Absolutely. So thank you, Mark. The Snap Company is a short for scene, which is like a movie scene, um, spelled that way, and the letter in action production company. Um, and so we are a nonprofit performing arts and community outreach organization for children. Um, and so it's just kind of a play on words. What we do here is we use the arts to create a scene. Um, a lot of times we, we speak uh, to social issues. We speak to um, some of the things that the uh, youth are facing in their day and time. Um, and we create that. We create a piece around it using the arts, using dance, using music, and or uh, theater. So um, we are, uh, what, how many years now? Uh, 10? <laughs> 10 yeah. Years. 10. Um, and it's it's been a great, great ride. And so what we do is we provide uh, training through dance and theater um, to children ages four on up to 17. Uh, we really stop at 16, but we have some children who don't want to leave. And so we say 17 now. <laughs> it's like, as the year goes, we're going to just probably take it up and up. Um, but we do that. And then we also go out into the communities and we provide workshops to at-risk and underserved youth here in Philadelphia. So that's where we go out. We partner with organizations. We partner with uh, schools. And we provide these uh, free workshops for children who are less fortunate and unable to attend, um, you know, your normal dance studio or, you know, get the training they would with, you know, a theater company. So that's kind of just the synopsis of all that we do here at Snapco. Wow, very cool. Thank you. So um, is, you mentioned creating scenes. Is some of this improvisation? Is some of it scripted? Is it a combination of both? What does that look like? Yes, very good question. It's a combination of both. Um, so we do have an improvisation class uh, for children, and that is for usually the first part of our program. Our program runs for nine consecutive months um, during the school year here in Philadelphia, so from September to the month of June. And so the first season, we start off uh, with an improvisation class where children just come in and they're learning, uh, you know, just how to act off the top of their domes. And then the second half, we, we go over into a little theater, and so we do monologue and dialogue reading and script writing. Um, and so all of that is just included. And then we add in the dancing portion um, when we create these scenes as well. Wow, how cool is that? So do the kids participate during the school year? Are they coming in after school or is this on the weekends or when do you, when do you have the program? 
Yes, so both. So after schools, it uh, depends on what they sign up for. So for example, let's say they want to take an improv acting class, they will come in after school on Fridays. Um, and then we do run some classes on the weekend. So usually our, our the classes that are more popular, like your hip hop, because everybody loves to do hip hop. Uh, <laughs> those classes, your tap classes, we run those um, on the weekend. But we run it uh, basically throughout after school and on the weekends as well. So simultaneous. Hmm. So um, let's talk about during COVID because I know I'm sure it affected any any kind of in-program or in-person uh, program. How did you uh, manage to continue? You've been in, been doing this for 10 years. What, what did that look like during the whole COVID experience? And what was the effect on the kids? Yeah, absolutely. So... Uh, well, we started off uh, years ago, obviously, uh, well, seven years ago, pre uh, previously to us moving here, we were in a recreation center here in Philadelphia. And so during COVID, when COVID first started, everything shut down. And so, you know, we just kind of have to cease for a minute. And then we were able to do some online things. So we picked up working on the online platform um, with our children. But then we had a moment here in Philadelphia where things got a little bit better and things began to open up. However, we weren't able to still go back into the recreation center. They were no long, longer letting outside groups come in. Um, so that kind of just forced our hand to say, okay, what do we want to do? Uh, we, this is still a really rough time. A lot of the children were impacted by COVID. You know, schools were shutting down. They weren't able to uh, interact with their peers. They weren't able to do the things that they really like to do. And so we really wanted to say, we don't want to stop. You know, this is really an outlet. Um, anything in the arts is, is an outlet and it's Creative. And so we want these children to have an opportunity, um, you know, just to get back into it. And so it forced our hand to say, okay, let's start looking for our own property where we don't have to uh, listen to all the rules. <laughs> you know, we can make up our own. No one has to tell us to go home. No one has to tell us, you know, you can't use this space here. Um, and so we were able to, uh, during COVID, which is very, very brave, uh, go out and to look for our own uh, facility in our studio. And so we were able to find a place uh, in Chestnut Hill section of Philadelphia, uh, which is a very diverse community. And we were able to move in in 2020. So we moved in here in September 2020 and we opened our doors. So we opened our doors and we had a huge response because again, things were kind of slowing down with COVID and the children just wanted to get out. The parents wanted their children to get out. They wanted to be involved. Um, and so we, we, you know, we started off really strong and then we had that another, uh, what was it? Just another boom, another hit with COVID. And so right. things had shut down again. And so we had to switch to the online. So there was a lot of transitioning, a lot of, you know, in and out, in and out, in and out. But our overall goal and focus was to continue to maintain because we wanted to make sure that we were there for the children. Um, this was a hard time for them too. You know, I know as adults during COVID, we struggled, but our children definitely struggled a lot, a lot with depression, anxiety. Um, and so we had to be that, that platform there for our children to say, we're we're still around. We're still going to do this. We're still, uh, you know, moving and being creative and having fun and creating memorable moments. And we want you to be a part. So it was just, you know, a matter of shifting, you know, during this whole uh, pandemic. And so thank God things are better and we're, we're coming out uh, stronger. Yeah, that is, <laughs> I mean, it's so awesome. And the, the kids not being able to go to school and not being able to socialize and not see their friends, you know, it was so hard on them and all the um, back and forth. And like you said, the ebb and flow and depending on you know how the municipalities and the states were dealing with it. Some kids didn't miss a lot of school. Other kids were out for a whole school year. It was just really awful. I think the important thing too for the listeners 
is that, you know, when you're a nonprofit or for-profit for that matter, the uh, being able to adopt, right, is so important because not giving up on your programs, but, but finding new ways to deliver them. And really congratulations for being able to do that. That's awesome. So I am very excited to see you here today, Lydia. It's We've connected a long time ago. Auntie Jojo hooked us up together. Yeah. You, know, you were one of her little uh, mentees or whatever they call that. <laughs> this is really yeah. special. So are you the only instructor or do you have other people involved in teaching some of these courses that you offer? Yes. No, I have. Uh, there's five of us. So there's five teachers and they're all some of them have been with us for probably more than about seven or eight years. Um, and then some who are new coming to the team. Um, so but they are all trained in various forms of the art, whether it be dance and or theater. Um, and they come in and, and you know, if I, I, I have to thank them because I could never do this on my own <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah. Key point number two. Right. This is a team sport and you got to have got to have help right whether it's volunteer or paid even but uh, yeah. being able to have uh, you know not doing everything on your own is uh, definitely the way to go oh it's definitely important yeah so what do you refer to the students are they students or do you refer to them as the children how do you call them yeah, we just, we, there are children. We, we do prefer to them as our own children. <laughs> we try oh. to create a bond here at SNAP Company. And so there's there's definitely a family-oriented uh, uh, feel here. Um, but yes, there are, they are, we call them our participants. Um, and then outside of, uh, you know, during the, because the two por portions to our program is the performing arts side and then the outreach side, where we do uh, get to go out and work with children in the community. Um, they're also our participants as well. Um, the difference between the two is that we're, we're able to see more of the children who come into our studio who are on the uh, company side versus the children who are that we do the outreach programs with. Um, so and also with the outreach programs that kind of uh, because of COVID, we weren't able to do it as much as we wanted to. Um, so right now we're, we're currently doing everything virtually with our outreach program. So but yes, these are they are our children. They are our babies. And some of them are teenagers, so they don't want to be called babies, but they're still our babies. <laughs> oh, that is very sweet. So uh -huh. is there a, uh, is there a story that you want to share with us about one of the children or the babies that um, is, you know, just special or unique or comes to mind? Yeah, I mean, I guess I can, you know, talk generally about uh, our children here at Snap Coast. So we get a lot of children who are uh, I, I want to say kind of on the shy side or they're a little laid back or, you know, they're not, you know, just your average like, hey, I'm here, I have arrived. Um, you know, and so some of the kids that come in here, some of them do have, you know, a dance experience or theater experience and some of them don't. Um, but the, the beauty of it all is that we get to watch the children transform, you know? Um, and then also uh, just the diversity here too. So we have been able to diversify a lot um, moving into this community. And so it's just really great to see our children get along. I can say, I can share a story. Um, they are really like a family. Like it's like, you're my sister. Like when they see each other, you're my sister. We haven't had many boys. We've had about 
throughout all the years that I've done this, we probably had about like five boys I can count on hand. Uh, we currently have two boys right now that are in the company. One is in hip hop and one is in our improv acting class, but mostly girls, but it, it really is just cute to see and awesome to see just how they interact with each other and how much we have taught them um, because the bigger picture is really teaching them about love and really teaching them, um, you know, to, to, to know how to be awesome individuals when you grow up, you know, to, to go out, to love yourself, love your neighbors. We're really big on that. And so the beauty is really seeing that, you know, with our kids. So if I can share that is that we get to watch that every day. We get to watch them come in here and them just like love on each other and become some really, really great friends. Um, and then overall, just come out of their shells. Like they're, they're shy, you know, they don't really say much. They don't really do anything. But as the years turn, um, you know, it's like, put me on the stage. I'm ready. Turn the lights on. Let's go. <laughs> so oh, I love that. I love that. And you know what else I love? I loved when I saw, you know, your storefront, the signage, I love your energy. And one of the things that I would like to know is what has running the nonprofit taught you? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, a lot of patience, <laughs> a lot of patience because uh, Trisha, as you know, you know, sometimes coming in, you don't always get the yes, the yeses, you get the no's, you get the, uh, you know, the questions, why do you even want to do this? You know, I've, I've had a lot of that, um, but I've learned really to just push through because at the end of the day, it's, it's not about the money. It's not about, it's just, it truly is just about our mission and our goal. And so when I get to see that being accomplished, that is the, my thing to help me say, keep going, don't stop, don't give up. So you're gonna, you're gonna hear the no's, <laughs> you're gonna hear the denials, um, but keep going because there's a bigger picture, you know? So I'm learning the momentum, I'm learning to continue to go no matter what. Again, COVID came, it was a big hit for us, but that's even though, you know, I wanted to just stop and say, okay, forget it you know, just doing this throughout the years have taught me, no, don't, because there's someone on the other end who really needs this, a child who really needs this. So keep yeah. going. <laughs> I was reading, Lydia, on your website that you recently, you recently got your NBA, correct? Yeah. Yep. In 2014, I did. Yep. All right. Well, congratulations. That's yes. not that recent. <laughs> so talk to me about the business side of getting that location. What did that look like? Was the, is the space donated? Are you paying for it? Um, how did that come about? Yes, yeah, so we are we are paying for it. We are paying rent here. Um, however, during COVID here in Philadelphia, a lot of our properties, uh, it was kind of like the good time to go because a lot of people were not, you know, uh, going after leasing properties at that time because a lot of businesses were shutting down. Um, and so, in this area specifically, and a lot around Philadelphia, there's a lot of businesses who have shut down, and so there's a lot of properties um, who that are you know available, and obviously they have you know you know, the specials because it's like we got to get people in. And so coming into this community, we are the first uh, nonprofit organization that serves children in the arts here. Um, so when we came in, it was like, wait, what? You guys are different. A lot of the businesses around here are retail and uh, retail, <laughs> a lot of retail and restaurants. And so coming in, they were like, you know, 
yes, we want to have you actually, what can we do to, to, you know, to help work, to work with you. And so um, the owner of, of our property, they have been such a huge help in, you know, knowing that we're a nonprofit and understanding our mission and, you know, also saying, hey, we're bringing something different into the community. Let's work with this organization. So that part is, has been the blessing in it all. Yeah, that's very cool. That's have the awesome. have the other businesses that are close by have they been providing any kind of uh, support and uh, getting behind you uh, behind the programs? Yes, yes, uh, they have. So we do something when we do our big uh, June production, which is coming up for us this year on June eleventh. Uh, we do we 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 uh, you know talk to the businesses around and we ask if they would like to be sponsors, um, and or if they don't want to be sponsors, they can share our information. And so it's been awesome just the support in this community. Uh, some of them have been sponsors. Some of them have shared you know what the programs we have going on. Um, this is very this area is very uh, everyone's outside like they love to be outside. And so we have a lot of festivals. We have a garden festival coming up. Uh, we have a huge festival festival in September, uh, which is like the arts festival. And so we also try to get out there and participate in things as well so that we get to know, you know, our other, uh, you know, our neighbors and, and people that are in the community. But we do have a huge support from uh, those in the Chestnut Hill area. Yes. That is really, really fantastic. I mean, I think you also shared with us a little earlier today that you had had some media exposure as well. Yes, yes. So we've done a few podcasts. We've uh, we have just did an interview um, on iHeartRadio uh, last two weeks ago, and so that was really great. And then we have another interview with another station on iHeartRadio um, coming up on April the 29th. I'm sorry, May 1st. Um, and so, yes, we have. We've been able to. Uh, Auntie JoJo has been a part and you know helping to get us. We've been in a few newspapers. Um, when we've opened up here. Um, we, we were in the newspaper and we, you know, have some relationships with some of the city council members um, who've been also just cheering us on. So it, it truly has been a pleasure. Um, and thank you to you all just for the opportunity to get what we're doing out so that people know that we're around and that we really do have a huge heart for our youth and for the arts. No, it's our honor. Thank you. And thanks for, for doing this. Um, you know, I, I think it's so great, it, you know, for people that are just starting out, they're nonprofits, a lot of times, um, all of the things that you mentioned are the things that we we share with them to do, right? So to plug into the community, to get some community support, to seek, in your case, it's paid, but to seek a donated property or donated space to to get that, to get out there and get media exposure, um, yeah. you know, make the contacts with the right people, get a team. I know uh, from your website, you have a, a, a nice functioning board of directors and people that are involved and committed and passionate. And all those things are so important, right? And also, uh, you know, you expressed the going through the challenges and knowing that it's not always going to be easy and that you have to push forward. And I, I think those those points are so important that, you know, for people that are listening or going to watch this, that they can do this, right? Um, I, I don't I don't know that you always wanted to uh, start a nonprofit, Lydia, when you were when you were a young girl. What what, what did it look like? Were you in performing arts? Well, I was, I actually wanted to be a pediatrician. So it's so funny. I was just like, I'm going to be a doctor. 
Sure. I've always wanted to do something with children. I was always, you know, my, my, my family calls me the grandmom of the family. Um, I was always a motherly person that wanted to take care of all the kids and I was a kid myself. Um, but I knew I wanted to do something with children. I didn't get into the arts until later. Um, most times children who get in the arts, they start about three and four. I started at 11. Um, and so for me, my journey was just a little later. Um, and that's when I really developed like a liking for it and a loving and a passion. And I was like, wait, this is great. Um, um, no, I didn't think it would be nonprofit. I actually just was gonna one day just say, I'm gonna just open up a performing arts center and didn't think about nonprofit. But for some reason, the nonprofit part just really uh, pricked my heart because I didn't really just want it to do it for the money. I really wanted to use what my gifting to give back to others, you know? And so, um, and that's just really what came out of it. So we went the nonprofit route and I can be honest, I'm glad that I did. I'm glad that I did because of the level of support that comes from it, um, because of the exposure um, and because that, you know, you know, my children, our children that are involved, they get they get the the support and they get it does not come to me directly. It goes to them. So I'm always grateful for people who donate and and the the, the grants that we get. You know, I'm grateful for all of that. I really am. Yeah, and you know, just because people wonder, do you charge for classes? Or are there fees involved? Yes, so we do have fees that are involved um, with classes. And again, we do work with children who are, um, not all of our children who uh, come from the underserved areas here in Philadelphia or low-income families. Um, so we do have sponsorship programs for children, um, again, who may not be able to afford, you know, your dance programs. But yes, we do charge our programs. Um, we also do some um, uh, contracting as well. So we may work with organizations that may want us to come in and do some ongoing programming. Uh, we're currently working with the Salvation Army here in Philadelphia, their after school program. Um, and so we're, we're doing uh, workshops with them from now into the summer. And so uh, we also get paid for, for, for doing those services for fee for services at well, as well. Yeah, very cool. And I mean, that's part of it. You've got to be able to uh, be self-sufficient, right? And money is is always one of the challenges. I know in your questionnaire, you you mentioned um, that being one of the challenges, and I, that's not uncommon to nonprofits, of course. So, um, but but it sounds like and it appears that you you really have a tremendous amount of momentum, and that you've overcome the the most difficult hurdles, which is really just getting started and and sustaining and getting a facility and you know building that 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 forward progress, which is fantastic. I want to ask you a question about kids. Do you, have you experienced um, children that participated that were really troubled that your program turned around? Yeah, we have, uh, I want to say mostly with, uh, with our, our outreach programs, um, because we have gone into some really um, hard areas. Um, where a lot of children who don't have much, you know? Um, and so that, but that has been the thing for us to say, oh my goodness, they get exposure to this. You know what I mean? They get exposure um, to whatever they have built in and, you know, all the things that they're going to going through, they have an opportunity to release it through what we do. Um, and so, and again, we've seen that transformation happen going in and doing workshops with children from different communities and, you know, doing it at some, for some time, we've seen children who come in, you know, just really just, you know, just <laughs> could be just all over the place or just mentally uh, not in a great space. But we've seen the transformation of, you know, them having this safe place through our programs to release and, and you know, be able to 
because again, it's bigger than just the dancing and the acting. We're, we're here, we're mentoring, you know, we're, we're talking through, we're doing programs also for young girls, you know, having conversations with them. And so building those relationships with those children has, diff again, just really truly has impacted them. And we've, we've seen a difference. We've seen a difference for sure. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Lydia, why don't you share with our listeners uh, some ways that they can connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. So you can always find us on our website at www.snapcompany.org. Um, or you can find us on social media. We're very active on Instagram at uh, snapcompany underscore INC, or you can find us on Facebook, um, snapcompany INC. And so just follow us and look us up and you can see how you can get involved if you want to be a volunteer um, and or if you want to be a sponsor, we would love to, to bring you into our creative community. That's awesome. Hey, so, um, you know, I'm really just so excited talking to you today. You're such a fabulous entrepreneur and you're so energetic. Oh, you. And I'm obviously just so proud of you because I know you're very young and you've accomplished so much in such a really a short amount of time. What is something, tell us something that people would be surprised to learn about you. Yeah. So, <laughs> thing is I think that people think that because I uh, I'm into the arts and I dance and I do some I don't do a lot of acting but I can do some acting um I think that people think that I'm super like extroverted and there's like oh just Lydia do it and I really am not I am really the behind the scenes person um again this has truly pushed me to the forefront um I rather do everything in the background just to be honest so I think a lot of people would be surprised me hearing that when I do say I'm really introverted I always get the look like no you're not and I'm like I got <laughs> I really, really am. I know I, I'm bub I'm bubbly. That's just me, but I, I really am afraid. Honestly, I'm shaking. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's my personality. Oh, that's cute. Pretty that awesome. So so, so what's the uh, what's the plan to involve more boys in the program? Yes. Oh my goodness. So I have been wanting boys for so long. I um, mean, so our, my team and I have been talking about doing an all boys dance class, uh -huh. right? Um, whether it will be combining either hip hop and or tap. Um, and so that way we can kind of recruit them in and also getting a male teacher as well. Cause I don't know, like, you know, boys sometimes they're like, I don't want to go there. It's like girl there. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, trying to like bring them in. Um, you know, our two boys that we do have, it's like, you know, they're cool that, you know, they don't really, you know, they're not, they're not really bothered by all the girls that are here, I must say. But we're like, bring your friends, tell them to come, come to join. They're like, okay, sure, but they don't do it. So just really trying to recruit in a way, doing things that we think that the guys will like. Um, the improv class is really cool. I think that is something that a lot of guys, little boys would like to get involved in as well. We just have to put it out there to them. Um, and then making sure on our advertisement that we put some boys out there because they all see his girls in tutus, so. <laughs> understandably so if they don't want to come because you see tutus all over the place so just kind of advertising more to the fellas <laughs> yeah that's awesome I, yeah i think that's a sounds like a good plan there and maybe maybe getting a male teacher too and yeah. that, i just know. think of our grandson when she was saying all oh, that yeah. <laughs> he's such a dude <laughs> yeah yeah they're just really laid back you know it's like hey all yeah. right. <laughs> oh, that's neat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's super cool. Super cute. Super cute. So, what's the plans for the future? I know you would uh, 
you had written it, you would like to expand your program, um, you know, beyond where you're at today in Philadelphia. Is yeah. there, are you making those connections to be able to do that? Is there a way that, um, you, you know, you, the path in the future maybe will be other SNAPCOs out there in other cities that are affiliated or somehow uh, related to what you're doing? Yes, so so that is that is a goal um, at the moment. Not really. Well, kinda. Um, so we recently had a, a staff uh, creative. We call our staff creative directors, our teaching artists here, um, who uh, who just moved to the West Coast, and she's like, "Listen, maybe I should just like start one over here." And we're like, uh, "Yeah." So that that idea kind of just you know snapped in my mind. Like, yeah, that would be great. And then I can fly over there and maybe stay over there. <laughs> but. <laughs> So, you know, we have talked a little bit about that and, you know, what that would look like. Um, but with our board and with our team, it's something that we are, you know, just kind of touching and talking about. I think we just wanted to make sure that, you know, things were smooth here. Um, because, again, this, even though we've been around for 10 years, coming here into this community and, you know, having our own facility, it all kind of felt like starting new, just to be honest. It felt like starting fresh again, you know, trying to uh, get, you know, get um, more children to come in and, you know, just getting ourselves out there. So we wanted to make sure we just had that, you know, solid first before saying, okay, let's, what's next? Um, so I feel like we are in that we're in that groove, you know, we're, we're growing here where we where we're planted. And so um, now the talk of expansion is on the mind. And so the next city, I don't know, maybe it will be California. I don't know. <laughs> I would love it to be the West Coast version of it. Um, but I don't know. I, I definitely I can see it. I can see it happening. We've actually had people uh, come up to us and approach us like, hey, would you like want to come bring it over to some of the areas that are close here, like, you know, Delaware or Jersey. Um, and so we just don't know. We just don't know uh, what the next step will be just yet. But it is it's in the plans to uh, to just, you know, step out. We, we stepped out on faith here. So who knows what happens next? Well, yeah, and that's good. You just put that intention out there. And, you know, that that's how things plant the seed. Somebody may hear this and also connect yeah. with you in that way and go, hey, you know, that's a that's a really cool program. It's funny. We did a, an interview with a um, high school student. Oh, for right. one of these podcasts yeah. and you know he's he's um, he's been applying to different colleges super amazing kid and it's funny we asked him well what's going to happen when you're going to college you know are you do you have a succession plan as somebody taking this over he goes oh no this is my baby <laughs> so you know maybe some of these kids that are going on to college and then you know you planted the seed in their mind and that, that may be another way to to grow it too yeah i yeah i believe that that could, that is definitely a possibility definitely mark yes yeah well, very cool. <laughs> yeah, I it's just been so joyful listening to you uh, catch us up on where you're at and what's been going on for the past several years. And again, I'm just super thrilled to um, hear all of the progress and it's very positive. I know it's not easy out there, but in this case, it sure has been worth it. And again, celebrate the win. You've got a beautiful studio. Uh, your signage was outstanding. Auntie Jojo was sending me the photos. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we're in the taking pictures. 
<laughs> it was very, very cute. And we really appreciate you joining us here today. It's just been a pleasure. Yes. Thank you so much, Lydia. And great to, to meet you and see you. So <laughs> it's awesome. Thank you so much. You all because you guys have been a huge part of this. You know, we you've helped me to get the 501c3. And so that, you know, I don't take that for granted. So thank you to the both of you for, you know, being a part of this journey. Definitely oh, true. You are too sweet. Yeah. If there's anything we can do to support you, you know, that, uh, that we're, we're here for you. always here for you. So. Always here. Thank you. All right. Well, I guess this, this scene is over for now. Yeah. And much love <laughs> to you. Lots of love. We send all our love and... We love you very much. Yeah. Thank you, Lydia. Okay. Take care. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. I hope what you heard will inspire you to join a movement of kind and compassionate people who care about others. Be sure to support our guests and visit contributionrevolution.org for free tips, training, and inspiring stories of our nonprofit love revolutionaries. Remember, it's up to all of us to make the world a kinder, loving, and compassionate place. Signing off until next time. See you soon.